Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Football edition. Um, I was telling Blaine before we got started here, people, I've been a little rusty. Back behind the microphone, kind of back where I feel like I belong. Feels good um, to be back here with you guys. Um, not very many more football episodes uh, out there available to us, uh, people. It's really coming down to the end. Got about a month left, really, of the NFL season um, until the playoffs start. And really, I think that might be even too much for me, me given too many weeks. I think it might just be under three weeks now um, that the NFL season is going to uh, start wrapping up and we're going to see uh, the playoffs unfold. As always, uh, we got Blaine on here with us. No, Lucas tonight. He's got family stuff over the holidays, so we hope that they are all doing well and having a good time. That's what the holidays are all about. Blaine O, how are we, buddy? Good to see you. Yeah, no. Uh, special Christmas episode. As Lucas, happy holidays to the listeners, to you, Chandler, as well. That's right, yes. We're going to have a great uh, next few days. Hopefully you guys can refresh, have some fun, and watch some football while doing it. So, glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, – uh, Blaine, what do you think of the slate this weekend? Is it a good slate? Oh, great. It's a great slate. There's – so many games in the FC, well, NFC too, but this shit's going to come down to the wire in a you know, lot it's, of places. It's weird that when I sit here and look at the two leagues, everyone always is talking about how the NFC is so top heavy, and they are. And the AFC has like four or five teams that are all kind of in the mix, but both leagues have their own drama. Our, yeah, the AFC. The AFC is filled with really good teams, and I think, honestly, the AFC is going to be determined more on who is seated where and what are the matchups yeah. as opposed to the NFC, which the NFC is really just fighting to see who gets in because right. we know – we kind of already know what the top of the NFC is. Um, you know, you got Green Bay, Dallas, Arizona, which – I can't wait till we talk about them, Blaine, because <laughs> I'm coming back on here. I'm coming back on here with a vengeance, but we'll get to them. But then seeds that that didn't take very long. Seeds four through seven in the NFC, they're gonna come down to the absolute wire. Yeah, and I was looking at this before we got on a little bit as the, the AFC is still better than the NFC, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just competitiveness and teams, if, especially if Tennessee gets Derrick Henry, the way the Colts have been playing, the Patriots defense, the Bills are going to be good. The Chiefs are going to be good. Hell, is Pittsburgh good now? We'll see. And then <clears throat> Chargers, Browns. Yeah. The Browns aren't going to make the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. So, gee, my neat Christmas. Like, I think all of those teams could be anyone outside of Green Bay and – LA like who I you know I don't even know who to who to put on the NFC top half so Green Bay is my clear favorite there the Rams are one of the most they could be the most confusing team in the NFL delusional I don't I I don't get it I don't get what their direction is I don't know what kind of team they have but they're loaded and I don't I mean the Chiefs won't have to worry about them if they were to both make the Super Bowl but I don't want to play the Rams. I'd rather play no. the Cardinals. <laughs> I'd rather play the Bucks too. Bucks yeah, definitely. Right now. Like with they didn't that look good. Mix, no, that mix. And there's a lot of mix, too. I don't know who the Cowboys are going to be. They have a lot of potential. But they're one of those tier three teams right now. There's not yeah. two. And it's just Mm-mm. kind of wishy-wash. So we'll see what happens. But 
we'll kind of be able to talk through the 49ers and even Tennessee here on this Thursday. So. Yeah. So, Blano, actually, buddy, it's your show. We'll take the back seat. You run us through it. Let's get after it. <laughs> no, it's a figured out podcast with Chandler Collins. Right. Blaine That's- Wheeler. <laughs> 49ers do go to Tennessee. This game is like two teams, as we're talking about. 49ers kind of on that brink of they're getting hot. Tennessee yeah. is that team to where they're trying to stay in it. So mm-hmm. who is – it's at Tennessee, 49ers, like I said, favored by three and a half. Thursday night football at 730, NFL Network. Jimmy G hasn't been bad. Bosa has 15 sacks on the year. Unreal. Quiet. Qu- very quiet, unreal. Very quiet, unreal. But the the only thing that worries me about this is – Tannehill has been sacked more than anyone in the league over the last four or five weeks without yeah. a number one receiver. Julio, mm-hmm. hamstring, see ya. It looks like they're going to get um, A.J. Brown back for this. And Devontae Foreman looked good last week against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So maybe they're like, Tennessee's not bad right now if A.J. Brown is healthy and Devontae mm-hmm. Foreman can do what he did. But when I'm looking at the 49ers, Jeff, Jeff Wilson is their starting running back. I get he ran for 100 yards last week, but he scored his first touchdown of his career. Like mm-hmm. that's who they're kind of banking on, Debo Ayuk. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I truly haven't watched the 49ers enough this year yeah. to, to have a huge say on them. So I, so one thing, one thing real quick. Um, I've I looked, I was watching um, a bowl game before we hopped on here. Bottom line of ESPN: Taylor Lewan and Roger Saffold, the second or third, whichever one. Both mm. out already mm. for tomorrow. So that's a huge issue in my eyes. I was already going to lean San Francisco, and, and then I learned that. Now I think I am heavy on San Francisco, Blaine. I think San Francisco is a team that can make some serious noise in the playoffs, like you alluded to. Their defense yeah. is unbelievable. Um, I didn't know that about Bosa. I mean, I know he's a freak, but I didn't know he was playing like that. Um I think I'm all over San Francisco here as long as Jimmy G and the offense shows up. I think Kittle is swinging into form. You know, he was hurt early in the year. People were down on him. I think, honestly, I really think people kind of forgot how good he was because these last four weeks he's been going absolutely off. Um, I'm heavy Niners here. No, and I I don't disagree, especially the way that I said, like, Ayuk has been better. Debo has been really good. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy G has been okay. I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched them enough. So Jimmy G is just the typical, like he's just a game manager and he's really good at it. You know? You cut it out a little bit. Oh, I, did I, did I cut out? Yeah. Sorry again. for the, for the people listening. I'm not at my normal spot. I'm at my parents' house. So the Wi-Fi is a little spotty. If we get, if we get discontinued or you don't hear me, Blaine, say something and vice versa. We'll repeat it. But um, what I was saying is I, Jimmy G is just like the perfect definition of game manager. Nothing right. better, nothing worse. I think as long as he takes care of the ball, gets the ball out on time. I kind of question Tennessee's defense, honestly. Like, they're not bad, but I think they're you really – I think they're an opportune defense, Blaine. I think that I, when – I think they capitalize on opportunities. I – you know, I want to disagree because they're top five in the run defense and top ten in pass defense. Like, they got guys. They're going to get after him. They're yeah. They're going to get after Jimmy G. But just <clears throat> on a short week, I, I honestly – 
I don't, the over under is 44 and a half. Like I could see this going under just because it's going to be a kind of gritty game. I don't yeah. want a lot. I'm not going to take a spread on either of this game. If I were, I kind of want to lead lean Titans just because they're coming off that loss at Pittsburgh. They feel like they should have won. Mm-hmm. The 49ers are kind of bound to blunder in my opinion, but. Um, well, last thing, last thing about the Titans too, they had like four turnovers against Pittsburgh and they lost yeah. by six. Yeah. Um, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that again. Yeah. Tannehill's so it's throwing a ton of picks. I think this is going to be a really good Thursday night game. It's a beautiful Thursday night game. And we get some really good Saturday night games, too, to, to mosey into it is mm. Browns at Packers. Packers favored by seven and a half. This will be a, a Saturday 3.30, which, God, I love having Saturday, <laughs> Thursday football in the NFL. Isn't that and bowl games just sprinkled in there, too. Yep. Um, Dude, it's watch- a good sprinkle of bowl games, too. Just sprinkled everywhere. I'm watching Mizzou Army, and it's a beautiful game. Thirteen to seven, almost at half. Mizzou driving right now, and then you get you just get a few more. But um, you know the Packers feel like they're the number one seed in the FC. They're the mm-hmm. best team in the NFC, excuse me. But at Lambeau Field, a game they gotta win. Browns are banged up. Browns looking outside of the playoffs right now. The Browns really need this one. So. Seven and a half is, a, is kind of a perfect line, in my opinion, for this game because the Packers are clearly better. Does the Browns, like, need to take over a little bit here or not? I think it's going to want to take over, but I just don't think they're good enough. Listen, I think it's simple. Yep. The Browns ravaged all year by COVID and injuries. Um, I, I, I mean, who's even their quarterback? Is it Baker? Is he going to play Saturday? Because, like, that's such a question he's mark. Gonna, yeah, he's going to play, I think, if things are pointing towards Baker playing. But I don't, I don't think, think it's... that's a big factor, which is no. bad to say about him. It says a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Um, but I think it will help. No, I think – I don't think uh, – I don't think the Browns have enough. I think the Packers can win this by two scores, quite honestly, easily, in my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, I would agree with you. I, I, if I'm taking something, I'm taking the Packers. Mm-hmm. Points. Colts at Cardinals. Now, this game is freaking good. This is that is Saturday? Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Oh! Yeah. Cardinals favored by two at home. Um, right now, and, you know, I kind of need to update some of these lines. I'm looking. I got a second TV man cave. I got a okay. display going on. An army Mizzou on my third TV. We're, Love we it. Going on. You got a man cave going on, son. Yeah, we got it going on. <clears throat> Arizona is now favored by one on DraftKings. Okay. So NFL Network. You know, I love the Colts. I love the Colts. I think they're a team like you were saying earlier. If the Chiefs were to play them, say the Chiefs don't get the ones, you get the two, and they play Mm -hmm. the Colts in the first round. I am scared shitless. Oh yeah, good, really good. Colts are really good. Um, We'll talk about the Colts when we get to the Cardinals. Colts. Carson Wentz, a little bit better than Jimmy G in terms of talent, in my opinion, but pretty much the same, except I think he's a wor- – see, he's kind of different than Jimmy G. He's a worse game manager, but his talent is better than Jimmy G, so he can almost get away with being a little looser than Jimmy G can. 
Um, I think that helps the Colts. The Colts kind of have low-key good weapons. They always have solid tight end play. You know, Doyle is not like the most explosive tight end, but he's going to line up and get you some good stuff. Mo Alley Cox is a huge uh, red zone target. And then I like Pittman and, and T.Y. just a seasoned veteran. And then, of course, we all know about Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he might be the MVP. He, he's I think. A, he, he, he's is a he freak. Your, is he your vote for MVP? Go one through three. And I'm sorry, a little side note, but one through three, your favorite MVPs right now. I mean, I think I think he's got to be up there. If he's not one, he's two. Um, I don't know. I mean, Rodgers has got – I think Rodgers is two for me. I think I, think I, I would do Jonathan Taylor one, Rodgers two. And I might get some flack for saying this, but I mean, I think Patrick's three. Yeah. I mean, the way the way that he's turned around this season, now he's not gonna win. He won't win this year. And I probably will catch a little homerness for this, but for being as as quote unquote bad as he was, for him playing right now, I mean, everyone's talking about he didn't play well on Thursday night. Yeah, he had that freaking stupid <laughs> pass into the ground. But fourth, he went fourth. for 400 yards people and three touchdowns i mean what else do you want from the man he's still he's just a man at the end of the day you know he's not freaking superman so i mean i don't get how he isn't getting more talk about i mean people are delusional they just don't want it's just like the lebron thing like you don't want to give it to lebron every year but like i mean dude he's sick so yeah that's my three it's it's jonathan taylor one rogers two patrick three and Patrick's first seven weeks are ultimately going to hurt him, and rightfully so. They should hurt him because he didn't play that well. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's mine. What about you? You got three? Those are my exact three, as a matter of fact. And uh, a lot of the media is talking about Brady being one right now, and it pisses me off. He scored zero points last week. I, yeah. You know, without the weapons and without the guys, obviously no one's the same, but Brady just – I know his yeah. stats are good, but come on, get off the just, horse. It's bullshit. It's you bullshit. can't you can't win the MVP of, in a season and not have a touchdown. Sorry, no, you just can't. No, but um, I think these last three weeks for Pat and the Chiefs are going to explode. And if you can get him at a if you can get him at a decent plus right now, I think he is like fourth or fifth in the MVP. Go bet it. These yeah. last three weeks, he could pop the fuck off, and I think he's a lot of fun. His opponents are poppable. Right. It's <laughs> These last three weeks, for sure. But, um, to, but yeah, back to the Cardinals Colts. Sorry. Yeah. I no, think I, I think I'd lean. I think I'd lean. Honestly, Colts here, mm-hmm. and I know that I have had a lot of Cardinals bias, but quite frankly, I'm starting to look really right about the Cardinals, and. It, it isn't necessarily that I was right at the beginning of the year, but when you look back, and I've actually noticed this from national people, the Cardinals have been doing this the whole Cliff Kingsbury uh, tenure. You know, right. he's been they, – they start off hot and they fall. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's coaching, and I think it's going to keep them – I think it's going to hold them back, honestly, because – the NFC, I mean, Kingsbury is not even – what is he like? A, he's probably a top five coach, but he's not a top three. He's He's gotten some slack. I mean, you lose to the Lions by – Yeah, and, and probably. I'm just not – I just have not been sold on the Cardinals. I don't know what it is. I'm not really sold on Kyler. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah. I'm out for the near future, too. That hurts. Yep. Yeah, so, I, so I, I lean Colts here heavily. I, I do too. And the travel in a short week's a lot of reason why people in the Cardinals are favored here. But I mean, 
the Cardinals gave up 200 or uh, excuse me, 112 yards to Craig Reynolds last week. Have you heard of Craig Reynolds? No, I don't know anybody on Detroit. Like name a name a Detroit defensive player. I cannot do it. But to the point <laughs> is, the Lions went in there wanting to run the ball and wanting to make yeah. it yucky, and they did. What did the Colts do last week? Wanted to go against the Patriots and run the ball, and Jonathan Taylor went off. He, mm-hmm. I don't see how Arizona is going to come in here and just stonewall. I don't either. And is it? It's not a short week for the Colts, Blaine, because they played Saturday. Yeah, technically, is not. You're right. So, so it's they. It's not like yeah, they have to travel, but I don't consider that a short week at all. I mean, it's exactly – they played 720 last Saturday. They're going to play at 720 again this Saturday. So, yep. I, I don't think that you can really factor that in much besides them just being flat out on the road. Yep. Um, so, I'm going Colts. Colts it is. Colts it is. Um, let's go to – oh, excuse me. Sunday. And we have I, – I, I like this game a lot. Now, this line, you, you could probably think that it's – a little small, but my Vikings, my Minnesota Vikings, plus three. So the Rams are favored at home over the Vikings by three. Sunday noon slate. Vikings coming off a Monday night game, beat the um, – they beat the uh, – excuse me, who they beat? The Bears. I'm sorry. The, but the inept Bears. Now Rams coming off even shorter on a Tuesday – Minnesota, you know, I feel like Minnesota tends to play up in these games. I, you know, I like the Rams. I like what they're doing, but Minnesota's weapons are never out. They're never going to be out on game. Talk to me. So I tend to agree a little bit. Um, the Vikings do have good weapons, and and I talk a lot of shit on Kirk Cousins, but he's not that bad. But I don't see how. I don't see how the Rams all like they're not going to out athlete another NFL team, but I almost think that they're going to like out athlete the Vikings. I think they're just t- more talented. And when it comes down to it, can the Vikings? I mean, Aaron Donald Blaine. I mm. mean, uh, what do you mean? Uh, I mean, he's the best player in football, really. He's the best player in football. The guy's a freak. But my, my point is, is that if they can contain him, I think the Vikings have a chance, but if he wrecks the backfield, he gets after Dalvin. I think the Vi- the Vikings have to get their running game established for their weapons to be right. profitable, in my opinion. And if they can't run the ball against the Rams, who aren't bad against the run, I think it's a long day for the Vikings. But I do actually, you know what? This is crazy. I'm going against what I say. If I was going to bet this game, I would bet Vikings to cover. Wow, three yep. points is not very many. No, it isn't, and I think. I think this is like you said. I think this is a game that the Vikings definitely can play up in there in this uh, situation. Yep. And they're gonna be they're gonna be ready to roll. Yeah. No, I I love it, and I think that I'm gonna take the Vikings too. When I'm looking at the Rams, they beat the Seahawks by ten. What was that yesterday? I guess they beat the Cardinals by seven. Squeaked by. Um, obviously, they blew up Jaguars, but they got beat by the Packers. They got beat by the 49ers. They got beat by Tennessee. I mean, if if they play an offense that's explosive. There's, I mean, there's a lot to be wanted through the Rams. Yeah. As much as you say their defense, like you said, I know Aaron Donald's really good, but they're not tremendous everywhere that, you know, you would kind of expect. I would take the Vikings to, to make some plays here. And 
I will say this though, right before we move on, I the Vikings defense is not that good. I think no, the Rams can. I think the Rams can exploit them. If the Rams show up on offense, it could be a bit of a slaughter, in my opinion. Yep. But they they really haven't been showing up. I mean, it's been the Cooper Cup show, and that's kind of it. Yeah. Now, of course, it's going to be tough to contain him because he's a beast. But he has one bad game. The Vikings can catch the Rams here for sure. Yeah, I like it. Um, next, we're going to go Tampa Bay goes to Carolina. Mm. This game, Carolina is plus 10 here. Tampa Bay's favored. Bucks coming off a bad loss. I don't obviously like anything that Carolina's doing. Now, as much as we've talked about Matt Rule being okay and being good this year. Is he? <laughs> they got, that's what I'm trying to ask. You know, Cam Newton, is he, is he the starter here? What's going on? But the Bucks, you got to think about this. Godwin, hurt. Antonio yep. Brown, meh. Gronkowski can be tamed with all those guys out. Mike Evans, what's going on there? Hurt. Uh, you know, Fournette, Ronald Jones. The Bucks just aren't the same team right now. I, mm-hmm. You know, it's a 10-point line, but they're not the same team. I don't want to no. bet the Bucks anywhere for the, for the rest of the season if they're going to be injured because Tom just can't do it with those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the biggest part of this game is just how bad Carolina is on offense. Okay. Um, a team that's kind of been injury play. I mean, you have McCaffrey, and he doesn't play. I mean, that's a huge, huge component. I, I don't know what's going on with Matt Rule. I was bought into him. I can't believe he fired Joe Brady. That doesn't make any sense. A rookie offensive coordinator. I mean, give him give him a couple of years. I Especially would for what he's dealt with. No McCaffrey? Come on. Yeah, it, but it also – it really doesn't make any sense to me how they couldn't figure out a way to get D.J. Moore and Robbie Anderson more involved. I mean, I know the quarterback play has been an issue. Um, I think it's time Sam Darnold maybe retires, honestly. I mean, he's – he just kind of – he just might not have it, dude. He really just might not. Mortified backup in the league. Yeah, and a great backup, honestly. He'd be a great backup to have, but he obviously just cannot get it done as a starter. I mean, he had weapons. Like, he's had weapons all year and just couldn't do it. It'll injury prone and stuff. Um, But, dude, what's going on with Tampa? What's wrong with them? Because they can stop the run. They cannot stop the pass which is weird because they have athletes out there. I Newton's going to start. Okay. Darnold is going to play maybe a little bit. So Darnold might be a little bit healthy if that happens. But regardless, I've said, I just don't think Tampa is going to be good in a few years. Like uh, I think they're old. I think they got like JPP. Some of those guys up front are old. You can look at Devin. You can look at white. You can look at beat Bay. Those are young guys that are doing really well. Mm -hmm. And some in the secondary, but I, you know, with the injury proneness of them, there's so many hiccups and so many puzzle pieces that they can't always be consistent, and they're not going to be yeah. consistent. Yeah, they are kind of old. They're very – they're the oldest team in the NFL. Are they really? Yep. I did not know that. And people I don't think know that, but it's definitely a factor for sure. Yeah. So are you taking – I mean, this is a big line, 10. <sighs> I mean – I'm going to go just... – Fuck it, dude. I'm going Carolina. I'm going Carolina. I, I kind of want to go Carolina too, just because 10 is a lot. And I think Tampa is game. Yeah, Tampa's an F on offense right now, and it's in Carolina. So yeah, let's go. I'm going Carolina plus 10. Give it to me. Oh. Love it. Uh you know, this game this game could be a really good bet. I think you get a 
I know Chargers at Houston. Chargers favored by 10. Chargers are well-rested, ready to roll. After that loss to Kansas City, that had to just Mm -hmm. hurt really, really bad. But they don't really have big injuries. AFC West battle, they need this game a lot. I think they could go in there and blow out Davis Mills and the Houston Texans. Yeah, um, I don't think we have to spend much time on this. Houston inept, worst organization in the league. Give me the Chargers (laughs) by 100. Done. Um, Great game. I love, you know, going into the year, I thought a lot about um, the the AFC East. Bills, Mm -hmm. Patriots, one and two battle. We knew it was going to happen, but we didn't know it was going to happen this fashion. Bills are battling for that playoff spot. New England looks a little bit worse, which – I will take some credit for if you listen to the podcast last week. I said the Colts are going to handle them pretty well. Did. Mm -hmm. And I think that I continue to say that New England's going to slide over the next handful of weeks. And I think they continue to slide here. And I think that New England being favored by two and a half here, great line to bet. Bet the Bills. Bills cover. Bills win. Even though it's in New England, Buffalo's going to make make them pay. Okay, Blaine, you're going to kill me here, and I want to agree with you, but I I am not sold on Buffalo. Listen, That's fine. I'm not listen. sold on New England. <clears throat> Buffalo, I always just have a real issue with teams that were supposed to win the Super Bowl in week four. Right. You know, it's like, what like, what are we doing? Like, you see with the Raiders and all that shit, you see it's a different circumstance. But the Bills just flat out have underachieved this year for what they were supposed to do. Um, really, after their win against the Chiefs was really when they started to get all their, like, serious hype. Um, yep. I, I think I, – I just think that – I really genuinely think Bilicek has a hold on those division teams in the AFC East. And I, I, it, the Bills were going to get the Patriots. It was going to be in Buffalo, and especially on a night like that. Um, and they just couldn't do it. And uh, I, I, when it comes down to it, when the teams are basic, I, I, I would say that those teams are honestly really evenly matched, in my opinion. The Patriots have worse receivers than the Bills, but that's kind of it. Um, I mean, like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss kind of equal Damian Harris, in my opinion. I mean, there's not like that much of a right. of a talent discrepancy there. And I think, quite frankly, when it gets down to teams that are pretty evenly matched, it comes down to coaching. And right now I'm taking Bilicek over McDermott for sure. So I'm actually going to take the Patriots at home. They rarely lose in Foxborough. Bills never win there. Yeah. So give That's me New England. No, and I totally, hate New England. <laughs> no, it's totally fair. I'll just say one more thing. Is just I, I sound like a broken record here, but the Patriots have just gotten guys, gotten teams at the right spot. Bills in that fucking shit weather. You know, yeah. that was a four-point game. They didn't pass the 50-yard line in the last three quarters, but still won. Right. Uh, Titans, whenever they were just absolutely obliterated by injuries, 20-plus on the roster, they beat them a lot. Falcons obviously beat them bad. Browns, they got them during their injury prone with no Baker, no everybody. They've just kind of been laid everything in their path, and they got too much hype too fast. And I think it's coming to reality for the Patriots. Like, hey, we really aren't one of the best teams in the AFC. Yeah. And they got to go to a Bills that the Bills kind of rolling right now after last week. I know it rolling is a kind of a, a stretch term for the Bills, but I think 
they get the Bills. They got the they got the Colts at a bad spot finally, and I think they get the Bills at a bad spot finally. So back to back that. bad spots is like, hey, put the brakes on, and that's why I'm going Bills here. Okay, love it. Next we have New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I want to talk about this game like I know what the fuck's going on, but this division. Oh, just every year doesn't intrigue any, doesn't intrigue anybody. Philadelphia mm. coming off a win, I don't care. New York just got beat, don't really care. Giants have a quarterback mess, to be honest. Um, Joe Judge, I don't know. Phil, well, you give me the Eagles at ten. I don't want to take the Eagles at ten any day of the week. No, I think you need to – listeners, listen up. I think you need to just stay away from this game. This is a, <laughs> this is a game that we'll talk about because it's on the schedule, but it, it, it's just too difficult to, to decipher. I mean, first off, a division game, kind of like Carolina and Tampa, 10 points in a, division, in a division game is huge. I don't care what team, what side of the – or, you know, how the teams are playing or whatever – um, the Giants are bad. They are really bad, but it always seems like they play the Eagles close. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, I want the Eagles to do good because I actually really like Jalen Hurts just like as a player. Like, I don't think he's great, obviously, but like I'm kind of rooting for him. Eagles kind of seem to have figured out their formula. It's run, 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 and pass if you have to. Right. Um, I, I, the Giants, I don't know much about their defense other than watching them play the Chiefs. Um, I think Philly lines up and runs the ball here. And, I, dude, I could see this being like a 17-10 game easily. That's why I think I'm going to take the Giants just because I don't – obviously, if I were, like you said, this is – of all games this week, I'm not betting because yeah, fuck knows. Nobody, right. if you do, you're a diehard Cowboys fan or you're a diehard Eagles or Giants fan. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think we have to say much more no. about it. Giants, dude. What real quick? I mean, dude, why can't you gotta you gotta get a quarterback? Like, how got, can you not? How do you not have a quarterback? You know, like I, got, I, I don't understand. One thing, literally a question: If you were to be a fan of any NFL franchise mm-hmm. and hate your life the most, yeah, which team are you a fan of? Is it Detroit, which honestly they have some fun with even being shitty. There's some fun there. Mm-hmm. Is it New York? Is it Jacksonville, which is valid? Is it the Jets, both New Yorks, and then Houston? Those are the five I would I would probably say. So here's how I would eliminate Jacksonville: is if you're a Jaguars fan, you more or less are living in Florida, probably. So you're probably not really depressed. You know, you like, you like Jacksonville, your expectations are low. And at the end of the day, if the Jaguars suck, you can just turn the TV off and go out to the beach and, and forget about life and forget about sports. And it's just real easy. Um, Houston, you know, you got some teams. If you were a Houston fan, you'd probably be a fan of the Rockets who stink. And at least you have the Astros. I think I really genuinely think that the worst franchises to cheer for are any New York franchises because your expectations are so high and they're so delusional 
that like you can't really live up to like even Giants teams that have won the Super Bowl are honestly shitty. shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Giants, wins. they were if like they nine and seven and they yeah. won the Super Bowl. It's like Strahan and those guys up front. Yeah. But... Yeah. They always have great players, but they just suck. And like they are just run so poorly. So I think I'll pick Giants or Jets would be my least favorite ever. Oh, I would probably honestly say Giants myself just because like, how do you say his name? Sela, Selu, Sela. Robert Sala. Yeah. Sala. For the Jets. But like you have some kind of fun there, at least. I mean, Zach Wilson maybe sparks a plug and you have some good defenders, but the Giants are just like. Okay. Here's another good question so for you. And fucking boring, dude. And I'd be curious, listeners, if you wanted to send in, message us, whatever, Twitter, Instagram, at figure it out underscore pod. You had to start an NFL franchise right now with Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson. Who are you picking? I think I would pick. Dude. I would pick Daniel Jones. Oh, no, I would not. I would would pick Daniel Jones because I think if you can build, I think if you can get him some receivers, I think he's actually maybe an okay quarterback. I mean, listen, you put Patrick Mahomes on the Giants. Is he Patrick Mahomes? I mean, is he? I don't know. I really don't know. They're bad. They're really bad. He has no time. He has no protection. He has no one to throw to. I'm saying... I get what you mean. I get what you mean. That's valid. That's valid. If you're starting a franchise, I'm taking taking Daniel Jones. Now, that doesn't mean I'm right. Daniel Jones has had Saquon. I know he's been injured a lot this year, but he's had Saquon in the previous years. Zach Wilson Mm -hmm. doesn't have what... Elijah Michelle or, you know, Elijah, yeah, Mitchell, I think, right? Mitchell, excuse me. I'm thinking Sony, but you got a good running, you got a good rookie running back there. They got some things going on and they're okay. Zach Wilson isn't as bad as Dan- Daniel Jones, 27 starts. I'm looking at this on my screen. <laughs> Man cave. Guess how many turnovers in 27 starts? I'm probably going to guess like 20, 40 turnovers in 27 starts. Holy shit. 22 like, interceptions, 18 fumbles, and 27 starts. Yeah. But at the end of the might, night, so, sometimes well just, it's just on you. you. Might as well just pick the snap and hand it off to the defense twice a game. Yeah, seriously. I didn't know that stat, but that is crazy. That's bad. Really, the moral of the question here is, is <laughs> how bad do you want to suck and with who? <laughs> yeah. well, figuring out rant, that was a lot of fun, but we'll move on. Oh, goodness. That's funny. Baltimore. Now, I, I kind of love this game. And I have a question to pose for you, too, with this is Baltimore goes to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favored by two and a half. Lamar Jackson's ankle is still a problem. Still a problem. But Tyler Huntley, have you seen the guy play? You're muted or something. Okay. Back. Okay. What I was saying though is Tyler Huntley, Blaine, not that bad. Not that bad. He's not that much of a drop off from Lamar. Now, of course, Lamar's better. Um, and this is a gigantic game, dude. I mean, this kind of like, I mean, this kind of if 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 uh, Cincinnati wins, they win the AFC North. Am I wrong? Um, I think they're pretty close, but I think they have 
the, somebody has the Steelers again. So the Steelers oh. are like, if they beat the Chiefs, hey, which I don't think they will, but if they do, there's a, it's going to be a hell of a hell of a lot of fun in the North. Right. This will be a great game to watch. Um, Baltimore kind of falling off here again. They go for two and they don't get it. I hate to go uh, for two there. I really do, especially at home. Why not? You learned already once that it's going to burn you if you don't get it. So you might yeah. as well just kick the field goal this time. Stick to your guns, but geez. Yeah, tough uh, ending for them. They're definitely going to be hungry. Um, but Cincinnati, you take care of business here. You can put yourself in a position that you you probably didn't think you were going to be in uh, at the end of this year, at the start of the year, I would imagine. No, I completely agree. And there's been one thing about me that's always said, I don't believe in the Cincinnati Bengals for some reason. I don't know uh, why, but, you know, it's, it's a team that I like if I – Lord, please put the Cincinnati Bengals in front of the Chiefs week one of the playoffs or week yeah. two pending. That's a All team right. that is very beatable. I would, I would much less see the Baltimore Ravens. But some, of like, your, some of your doubt from the Bengals might be us growing up and them going to the playoffs like nine years in a row and losing in the first round every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, with Marvin I, Lewis. But I said this about the Ravens last week. I, you know, I went to Baltimore. I have some friends in Baltimore, co-workers in Baltimore, diehard Ravens fans. They've given up on the year just because of injuries, because of how they're playing, just things that have gone wrong this year. They just don't really, you know, I, I think Cincinnati's in a much better spot here to, you know, I hate the hungry dog aspect of this, but the hungry dog at Cincinnati. Yeah. With who the Ravens are right now, I, I think I would have a hard time not if I were to bet this game. It's one of my stay aways because I don't know what's going to happen. But I think the two and a half, you don't get the three, you get the two and a half. I'm going to go Bengals just because of it. Yeah, and I, I actually like the hungry dog here because are the Ravens fired up for this game like the Bengals are? I mean, the Bengals no. know that they have to just continue to keep winning. I mean, the last thing they can do is, for, is to lose a game here. I think Baltimore is a little safer kind of weirdly. Right. Like, it just kind of feels like they're safer. I don't necessarily think they are, but Baltimore is a team that always is able to turn it on, um, especially as we get down here close to the end of the year. Cincinnati's got to keep their confidence going, got to keep moving. Probably haven't beaten Baltimore in Cincinnati in quite some time, I would imagine. So, uh, I would, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Cincinnati as well, Blaine. No, I, I kind of love it, too. So, let me see what else. Pause and say, picture, AFC picture, would you, would like, really, if you're looking at Baltimore, Cincinnati, Steelers, what do you think out of that, like, it is going to make the playoffs there in that, in that division? Like, who, are, who, who do you think is the best team of those three? Well, that's honestly a really, that's a really good question, Blaine. And, and when you break it down, I guess I can break it down from how, um, like how I would look at it from a Chiefs perspective, if we had to play Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, or Baltimore, all three teams are kind of they're kind of the same in a way. Um, they all have, you know, I would say Cincinnati has the best quarterback play, but Burrow hasn't been that spectacular consistently all year. Um, but I would say in terms of who I would want to face in the quarterback matchup, the Bengals would be last because I think Burrow, I think Burrow is a gamer. I think he can show up in a hostile environment and be fine. Um, but that they still don't scare me. 
Baltimore has just been insanely injury injury plagued all year. You know, I mean, you kind of knew that was going to happen when they lost like every running back they've ever signed, like three days before the the start of the regular season. They were just kind of doomed from the from the start. Baltimore doesn't scare me at all, and Pittsburgh. They are a quarterback away from being a hell of a roster, I but I just don't think big. I, I think Big Ben holds them back, ex, like very strongly. Um, so if 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 I had to pick who was going to win the AFC North, I think it's going to be Cincinnati, and that's based off purely QB play. Um, Cincinnati's defense is probably the worst of the three teams we're talking about here, in my opinion. Um, and yet somehow they continue to win games. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm picking Cincinnati to win the division, Blaine. Yeah, and that's crazy to freaking say, honestly. It really is. But they can score on anybody, and Big Ben and Lamar Jackson can piss on a log, honestly. Like, yep. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it nicely. Um, this game stinks, Chandler. Detroit at Atlanta. Atlanta is favored by six. Let's not spend time on this. We can and the next one too. But um, I'll I'll take I'll take Detroit. Why not? I mean they're hot. Let's do it. That's fair. And I'm gonna ride Atlanta um, solely because shout out Lucas. Uh, Hope you're having a good holiday. Shout Um, out. Yeah, shout out Lucas and the Dirty Birds. But um, yeah, I'll take Atlanta at home. Atlanta's just a better team at the end of the day. They're not good. Obviously, they got their ass kicked. Uh, last week, I believe, by San Francisco, correct? True. I think San Francisco won like 31-13 or something. But um, Atlanta, say something nice about Atlanta. Matt Ryan's kind of had a decent year. Um, kind of like seeing Corderell doing well. So I think I don't think the Lions can go on a win streak, Blaine. That's just that's just begging to, to lose is. here. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, when I just look at it, I think – Falcons beat the Jags by barely by seven. They played a good game with the Bucks. They barely beat the Panthers. They got their ass kicked against the 49ers last week. Hey, Lions, I mean, you just beat one of the best teams in the NFL by two touchdowns plus. Yep, that but, is I mean, true. Hey, why not? Why not? Come on. Give me uh, give me Detroit. Uh, and, two, this – I mean, excuse my – Pardon my language, but this game fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Jaguars at Jets. Jets favored by two oh. and a half. Don't care either. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer, obviously Urban Meyer. Audi, see ya. See ya later. Trevor Lawrence, don't know who you are. Robert Saylor. Jaguars. They <laughs> Come on. That's it. That's all You're Okay, you know what? Let's ride. Let's go a full exclusive here on the Jaguars. Let's go, Jags. go Jags. They need something to brighten their spirits. They're going to get it done this weekend. Is it in New York? It's in New York. Yes, who cares? MetLife. That I was going to say this earlier when we were talking about it. MetLife with the New York Jets-Giants flip just is – that's something they got to figure out. Yeah, they have somebody. Obviously, there's not not enough real estate in New York for them to be able to build another stadium. But that's got to just blow for everyone that's involved. I don't care who it is. There is no home field there. 
go to go to Jersey or go to somewhere else in New York and build a stadium because you can't have that much losing in one stadium and expect to win. Like it's a it's a culture of two really bad teams. Like you can't fix that culture without splitting up, in my so, opinion. Dude, it's so bad. It's so 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 bad. I would like to go to a game there. I'd like to go to MetLife. I would too, but I'd do it for the Army Navy game, and that's about it. Yep. Fair. Bears at Seahawks. Seahawks favored by mm. six and a half. This game, I mean, it's kind of another stinker. Mm-hmm. Any game that the Bears are in, Blaine, is 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 gonna so. be a tough one to watch. And I'd like to apologize. Um, I believe a couple weeks ago I said I thought Seattle could sneak in. They are obviously just they have lost their identity. Um, it might be time in this offseason for Russell to move on, in my opinion. Like he's definitely he definitely has years left in the tank. I just don't think they're in Seattle. Um, it just seems like it's a broken a broken situation because I think that they have good players. I mean, they do. Their receivers are sick, but they just don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they what they want to run the ball. They don't know if they want to pass the ball. Their defense isn't that good, even though it kind of is in a way. Um, and they just they just don't they just don't have it, Blaine. They don't have it, but they will. I they will beat the Bears. They're better than the Bears. The Bears, dude. It was sad watching them on Monday. I mean, even like listening to that crowd, like they just aren't good. They are just and and they have good defensive players. Robert Quinn's the second best DN in the league statistically, and you don't hear anything about him. Um, I think he has something crazy like 15 sacks as well, just like Bosa does. Really? Because that's a good addition to the pod. I did not. I, yes. If you didn't say that, I wouldn't know. Because I believe that's what they said on the Monday night broadcast. They were talking about how under the radar Robert Quinn's been this year. Um, and, it, you know, he's, when you see guys balling out for good for bad teams, it's kind of sad. So give a shout-out to Robert Quinn. But, yeah, the Bears – Nagy's gone. I mean, they, he just has to be gone. Bring in a new coach for Justin Fields um, and and try again next year, Bears. But, yeah, I got the Seahawks here. Uh, yeah, no, like you said, there's, it's two just sad, sad, sad franchises at this point. Great – I mean, I think they're great franchises to be fans of, but the Bears, Seahawks, I mean, this game blows. I don't yeah. – I don't I, – I, I guess Seahawks at home – they kind of need this one just to give a little bit. Yeah, like the Seahawks are going to win this game. I mean, they're better than yeah. the Bears. Yep, 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 yep. So I'll take Seahawks with you. Now this game, Broncos at Raiders. Raiders are it – it started at two. Now Raiders are favored by only one. The last time these two teams played, Carr went for like 400, I think. What was it? Broncos won by, I think, 10 – or Raiders won by 10. I think it was like 34, 20-something. Mm-hmm. But the Raiders' front just decimated Bridgewater. Drew Locke's going to play here, and I think that's a massive factor in Las Vegas. Every game I can get Drew Locke playing – I, I've said this since his career started, even since he was at Mizzou or even when he was at Lee Summit. I don't believe <laughs> in the guy. I don't believe in the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think the Raiders is the right bet here, favored by one. Prove me wrong, Denver. Yeah, I love it. Um, say something nice about Denver. Their defense is legit. They're a franchise that's a quarterback True. away themselves. Um, honestly, 
hot take, not really a hot take, but kind of a hot take. I think Rodgers should go to Denver. <laughs> I think they're ready to win right now. They're a quarterback away. I think Denver would be in very scary if Rodgers went there for three years. Three times, knock on wood. We don't need that to happen. Either. Yeah, no, we don't need that to happen. <laughs> but it makes a lot of sense because they yeah. are they have a good roster. And like I think I've said this before on this on the show. They have some of the best, they have a really, really good wide receiver core. Very good. Um, and they just don't have anybody to get them the ball. I mean, yeah. I I like Drew Locke. Um, but yeah, I, I'll take the Raiders here. I hate doing that, but yeah, give me the Raiders. But back to your point, I mean, you got Javante Williams has been really freaking good. Like, yep. Came out of the woodwork this year. And then Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick is a good X receiver, tall guy. That big receiver. Win a one-on-one. Noah Fant's a great tight end. Like I said, Judy Sutton with that. Yeah, they, they're they're one one person away from being really good. But when I'm looking at the Raiders, you know, I'm trying to think of – Derek Carr last week, there were so many drops. I don't know if you watched that game against the Browns. I did not, actually. I watched the last few minutes. The the Raiders were bad, but, man, people were wide open. Like, there was just – it was there for them to win by more than two scores. Yeah. Albeit they won on a last-second field goal, but these are two – I don't want to say really good teams, but teams that can beat some people. And I think the Raiders are – with Derek Carr, with some guys, and now Darren Waller is kind of in question here. But I'll, I'll go ahead and take the Raiders at Las Vegas by the one point. I mean, it's it's a, it's a pick them. So yeah, I'm not I'm not betting on Drew. We'll skip Pittsburgh, Kansas City. We'll save that for last. We got a Monday night. Obviously, Pittsburgh, Kansas City is going to be um, late afternoon slate, but the Sunday night football game. Washington football team at Dallas. Dallas favored by 10. They just played a couple weeks ago. Cowboys handled them on the road. Almost let Washington back into it. But, you know, coming off a short week with Washington, they have no chance of winning the division anymore, which I think is kind of a sneaky factor in this game. I think that Denver kind of holds the the home here in this Mm -hmm. division. And Washington's almost not giving up, but... Dallas, not Denver, right? Or Dallas, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Just got those right sure. yeah. <laughs> But no, Dallas is <laughs> Dallas got this division. Mm-hmm. I think at home, I think they they need to take care of business, and they have to, and they're going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Dallas definitely should win this game. Um, I think this is a game that if you're a real a contender, you can't slip up here. You need to no. put a dagger in the football team. Um, they're a team that was hot for a bit. But um, no, no. I mean, they need Heineke. I don't know if he's going to be ready to play on Sunday. Is he Blaine? Let's look it up. Let me do a quick search here. Washington. And I can keep talking too while you're doing that. But like, I, I just don't see how Dallas. Dallas is the better football team, better quarterback, better offense, better defense. Which, real quick about Washington, I mean, their defense supposed to be the best defense since the '85 Bears, and they—they're not—they underachieved for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I got Dallas all the way here. Yeah, no, I think you're gonna get Heineke, but to the point. I mean, no Landon Collins, best safety, maybe in that division. Antonio Gibson did not practice as well today. 
Um, yeah. You know, I'd have a hard time not taking Dallas. Even though it's yeah. 10 points, I'm going to take Dallas. And we'll go We'll go Monday night as well here. Um, kind of a sneaky good game. Like, this is a game I might be excited for. Miami Dolphins at New Orleans Saints. Two teams that, honestly, I don't give a shit about. But Dolphins have good wide receiving core that have played pretty well. Saints just put a zero up against the Buccaneers. Um, Dolphins defense has pretty much fueled their winning streak. Their run defense is great. Their pass defense is really good. Tua hasn't been bad. I just the, – the thing with this game is I didn't want to bet with Taysom Hill last week. And I, and I understand that the Saints had the Bucks number and I went to Bucks, but whatever, whatever. If we're talking about this again – Dolphins Saints is not one of those Bucks Saints games. I think the Dolphins can exploit the Saints a little bit. I think they can get to Taysom Hill. I think they can, you know, I think their defense is really, really one of the more underrated units in the NFL. And I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three here, even though it's at New Orleans and I hate to take it, but there's something about me that just says New Orleans off this big win against the Bucks is bound to slip. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, Dolphins, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they can be around at the end. They need to win these games big time because I think they can still – they can kind of sneak and slide and maybe try to find a spot in. Yeah. Um, and and it's going to be on the back of their defense, like you said. I think that the Saints are pretty inept on offense. I mean, you stop Kamara. I love I love the Dolphins' uh, run defense, like you said. I, I don't see how Taysom Hill beats them over the top. Um, I think it's kind of a really difficult game for New Orleans, for sure. Um, Dolph- so I, I kind of like Miami. Dolphins have won six straight, Chandler. Yeah, yeah, they have. They've been, they've been hot. So, but they I'm do going get, Dolphins. Yeah, and the bad thing about this is I don't like the view of look ahead, but the Dolphins get the Saints, Titans, and Patriots to end the year. That's brutal. Mm. That's brutal. Yeah, that is. But to the point, you, you got to win this game. You have to yeah. win this game. So have to. I'll, I'll go ahead and take Miami. I don't think we need to talk a lot about it because it's two teams that are kind of sniffing their way. But mm-hmm. let's get to the Kansas City Chiefs. Please. Let's do it. Um, Pittsburgh, you, obviously, coming. Yeah, no, you, you go ahead. I'll say the line. Pittsburgh coming to Kansas City. It started at 10.5 before COVID. It's now at seven and a half. Chiefs are still favored by a score plus. No Tyreek, possibly. No Travis, possibly. Willie Gay practiced. Sneed practiced. Um, we're going to get some guys on defense back, but Ward, obviously, and Bolton both kind of in protocol. So I would say four of our, um, what, four of our seven or eight best players are, are still in protocol. Yeah, it's going to be an, a very interesting game on Sunday, Blaine. Um, of course, those guys coming in and out of the lineup will be a huge part of it. Let's. I'm going to talk about this game like we're not going to have any of those people because we probably won't. As you should. This, this game, I think if we were going to get sh- like shit on by COVID, I think this is a great time for it. I think Pittsburgh – they got insanely lucky to win that game on Sunday against the Titans. Now they were down. I mean, it was 13 all in the third and it ended up being 19, 13. They scored two field goals to win the game. 
They're a little inept on offense. I absolutely love that we have our basically we have our secondary. I don't mind Mike Hughes and Rashad Fint or Fenton's on the COVID list. Fenton. I don't mind Mike Hughes being out there guarding either Claypool or Deontay Johnson with Snead out there with him, in my opinion. I don't think we lose much of a step there. Um, the the we get Chris Jones back, which is huge. So Najee Harris doesn't really scare me running the ball. Him out of the backfield kind of worries me a little bit. But oh, by the way, we have Willie Gay back. Right. If this as long as this defense plays like it's playing. I think Patrick gets out there with whoever he's got with him yeah. and, and, and we can win this game. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I think it might actually be a little mis misleading in terms of how we look out there. Um, but I don't know why all the signs don't point to a chiefs win here. And it, it comes down to the end of the day. I, I love Mike Tomlin. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL, but he's not Andy Reid. Right. So when you have teams that are more even, especially with, with our guys being out with COVID, our teams get a lot more even. I think it comes really down to coaching. And and you give us a baby bye after the huge win against the Chargers. We're going to be rested. The guys that are going to play. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't really see the Chiefs losing this game. I see the Chiefs struggling in this game. I see them struggling. I see them like kind of painfully getting through this game, but I see us winning. Two points that you hit on a little bit here, and I'll I'll say both is Pittsburgh's had a lot of trouble in the first half of games. Ben Roethlisberger has had trouble all year long. Name a player on the COVID list that's on our D line. None. No one. Get to <clears throat> him. Get to him. Najee Harris has not been good. Get to Ben. He, he's not very mobile. At Arrowhead with loud noise. Get a few big sacks. Make them be uncomfortable early, which I think the Chiefs are going to do. And, you know, with that, after we do, just dominate them. Mm-hmm. Dante Freeman went for 108 yards, averaged over five yards a carry last week. Dante Freeman. Or Foreman, excuse me. Yeah, but Foreman. He's a guy that the Tennessee picked off off of nowhere you know let Clyde eat let that middle of the line eat take TJ Watt out of the game don't let him get the pat with no pass rushers is he questionable he's gonna play from what okay I've he seen. is yeah. okay but I mean that's half of his year and he still has the most sacks arguably will have at the end of the year in the most NFL ever right so the Chiefs and he's gonna take him out of the game we're gonna run the ball hopefully Clyde can have a big game Let's get some sacks. Let's run the ball and have some fun here. And I think I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. Coming off, like you said, big Chargers win. Big Steelers win would propel us to a big final two. Chiefs seven and a half. I don't like to take it, but I'm going to take it. And I think we might roll and surprise the shit out of some people in the NFL. And and there's no excuses. That's the thing with what I've heard in the media is Chiefs are here and there type of team or – you know, yeah. the Patriots might be the best or who is the best or who whatever. If the Chiefs without Tyreek and Travis go in there and dominate the Pittsburgh Steelers, everyone is puckered up, shit scared of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think we're bound to do that. I think so, too. I don't see how the lose or the winning streak ends here. Um, just this the Pittsburgh is just not the team to do it. Um, I think the Chiefs have should have insane confidence. I love what you said about Clyde. I think this is a game where you line up and you run it the first 20 plays of the game. 
Yeah. And if you throw it, you're not throwing it downfield. You're throwing it quick to Tyreek – or, excuse me, uh, McColl. You're throwing it, you know, a little out route here or there to Byron. presumably the bell dozer. Blake Bell yeah, might have to have a big game in the passing uh, passing game. Noah Gray saw a lot of packages over the last two weeks too. He's been out there a ton, and I feel like they've kind of been setting something up for him because they really yes. haven't even looked at him or used yep. him. What a time for him to have a little bit of a coming out party. Uh, yep. So I think the Chiefs, I think they have capabilities of, of winning big here. I don't think they're going to. I think it's going to be a close game actually. I think if you were to bet on – I never bet on Chiefs games, but if you were to bet on this game, I think you take Pittsburgh plus seven and a half. I really do. Okay. I, I, I just want to disagree just because I don't think that Andy's going to let TJ make a big difference. Okay. I know Love that defense that. is really good, but we're not going to – which has kind of gone against everything Kansas City's done all year when I've said, 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 run the fucking ball, run, run the ball. like Yeah. But, I you know, I just pray to – every god that you ever believe in find <laughs> your religion that right. we run the ball so we'll see what happens but i want to take a second too before we get off of just playoff picture yeah love that of obviously afc chiefs patriots titans are three Bengals are four colts are five chargers six seven bills right now you're having raven steelers raiders as the next three, do you see any three of those teams possibly making any kind of noise in the AFC? You know, when you say it like that, Blaine, and those teams that are in front of them, I don't. I, don't um, I think that those seven teams you mentioned that are in the playoffs now are going to be in the playoffs at the end of the year. It just it just really depends on what the order is going to be. Right. Um, those seven teams are the best teams in the AFC for sure. And I think that they're all in. I mean, the only way that I can see it not happening is Cincinnati slipping up this weekend against Baltimore. It seems to be the only way um, for a team that isn't in the playoffs right now to get in. I mean, the Raiders have no chance. The Raiders no. have no chance, in my opinion. I truly um, don't and, believe in, in Denver either with what's happening at the quarterback position too. So or Pittsburgh. Right. And it comes down to their quarterback. Um, so, no, I really don't. I think the AFC is kind of solidified. The teams are going to be in it, but it's all going to really determine on who and what order um, they're going to finish in. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I hate – I mean, I know that the first the, the one seed has a bye, but I hate that the Chargers and the Bills are so low because they're going to have to play one of them. Right. Right. No, you know I what I mean? I mean, five, six, seven is Colts, Chargers, Bills right now, which I think the Bengals could slip down because we play the Bengals. I think we'll beat the Bengals. I think they might slip a, a few, and the Colts might rise, which is yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And I think the Chargers are going to rise a little bit. So I think you could really see it happening as Chiefs – if the Bills beat the Patriots, Chiefs, Bills, Chargers, as we believe, I think the best teams might really be that one, two, three with how the divisional and how the schedules line up. Yeah, that we really will probably see either Titans, Patriots, Bengals, and that. So, what's crazy is I believe the Titans are two and zero against the Colts. I think that can come back and bite the Colts in the ass yeah, big time. It really because could. they how Blaine, tell me this: How do the Colts jump the Titans in any scenario? As long as both teams win, they can't, right? I mean, they really can't because the bad thing about the Titans is that they have 
for the rest, obviously the 49ers this week, but then they get the Dolphins and the Texans. You know, yeah, so it's so kind of like here you go. They probably, probably two wins. Right. Automatic that you would think. So I mean, you're right in the fact that Titans are probably still gonna be there. So yeah. NFC and then we'll uh we'll end the pod, but there's some leeway. There's seven and seven. And I won't I won't stick to the top half here, but seven and seven you get uh Minnesota's in right now at seven and seven, but you also get New Orleans. You also get the Eagles, I don't know a lot about. Those two teams are kind of battling here to, to take that spot away from the Vikings, which is obviously in the same division as the Packers. No one's gonna win that division. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys are gonna win the East, the Bucks are gonna win the South. So everything's kind of set at that top with Arizona Rams at the West. So Rams, Arizona. Buccaneers. What is it right now? What's the standings right now? Packers one, Cowboys two, Bucks three, Cardinals four, Rams five. I would say all five of those are pretty set in stone. Yep. Which Rams could go four, Cardinals could go five, being in the same division. Okay. Mm. Albeit. But from six to nine, 49ers, eight and six. Vikings seven and seven, and then you go to on the bubble, Eagles seven and seven, Saints seven and seven. Wow. So it's gonna be like it, like it, like we're talking about here. 49ers are the third best team in the West. Vikings are the second best team in the north. Eagles are the second best team in the east. Saints are the second best team in the south. All those are not gonna get a top seed, but they're all gonna be fighting for those last three spots. Who is gonna who's gonna take over? I say for I think it's set in stone right now. I think the 49ers and the Vikings are both going to make the playoffs and the Eagles and the Saints aren't. I don't trust Taysom and I don't trust the Eagles. I trust the Vikings weapons and how the 49ers are rolling. Are we kind of, <clears throat> kind of downplaying the possibility that the Buccaneers could slip. really slip? I mean, what's their last three playing they play the panthers this weekend who we we all said like we we're taking the panthers to cover but you think the bucks are gonna win yeah but do you have their last three pulled up perhaps panthers jets panthers oh well never mind about them slipping they're gonna win those three yeah how does tom brady manage that he's it's, cheating he's it's, cheating it's always that way I mean, I don't, I, that obviously makes me sound stupid, but it just seems to happen. I mean, Panthers, Jets, Panthers get easier, you know? Yeah. I mean, like I said, they're going to win the South easily, even though they've lost to the Saints twice. Yeah. And that, and that is messed up. Stupid. Ridiculous. But the NFC seems a lot cloudier than the, than the AFC does. Like we talked about at the beginning. Funny how we bring a whole circle back on the pod here. Started talking about the NFC, AFC, finish it up. Um, it's going to be a good race, Blaine. Honestly, the AFC is a little bit more set in stone, would you say? Or would you say the NFC is a little bit more set in stone? I would say they're both pretty freaking even, man. Because when I'm looking at the Vikings, like I think the Vikings are – like they could win a first-round game. They're dead. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they got the Rams and the Packers in their next two. Right. So, what are you gonna what are you gonna do there? And I'm looking let look at the Saints schedule. They got obviously the lost. They just 
Their defense is good. The Saints. That's how they're. That's how they're around. But schedule plays a big part. They go Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. They should win all three of those. Now we said the Dolphins might beat the Saints Monday night, but Panthers, Falcons. They're going to win both of those with yep. how tough Minnesota's schedule is. Could very easily slip into that spot. As much as I hate it, I want to see Minnesota there. But hey. It's very likely the Saints are going to slip into that seven over them. I think the yeah. 49, I think it's all about the seven. I think the 49ers are going to be the six. Everyone mm-hmm. above is going to be there. It's about the seven there. Yeah. 49ers, if, if they get through Tennessee with a win, I think they are pretty much in the in the driver's seat for the playoffs, in my opinion. Right. And it's really I, going to get, come down to the last week is Cowboys Eagles play the last week of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's it's wow. going to be if, if the Eagles beat the Cowboys, they're in. If they don't, they're out. You know, and I think the Saints are going to be in, and it's going to be a battle there between all three of them till the end of it. So. And we have to factor in a little bit too with the Vikings, even with their yeah. schedule. Some of these teams that have already locked it all up are probably going to start sitting some guys. Yeah, maybe. So you never know how one team, you know, Rodgers doesn't play against the Vikings week 17 or whatever, and the Vikings get in over a team that's still playing their guys. You just never know, and that's why the NFL is the greatest blame. It's really it's really shaping up to be a hell of a finish. Um, Blaine, you got anything else for the pod, or are we, uh, are we, are we wrapping it up here? Enjoy the holidays. Have some fun yeah. with family. Have some fun watching football. These last three weeks are going to be fun. Have some fun at New Year's and just yep. watch it unfold. We'll be back. We'll be talking some more. So Yeah, yeah. Presumably we will be back next week, same time, same place. Um, this is the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins, Blaine O. Another successful football podcast, buddy. I appreciate it. Have a good one, okay? All right. See you, Chandler. Peace. Peace.